Welcome to the Conversations That Matter podcast. My name is John Harris. We're going to do a few episodes this week, I think. Uh, They're going to be shorter, so we're going to do more of them, but they're going to be shorter. I hope that's okay with you guys. I know some of you like the longer ones. You tell me, John, that was too short. Um, Others of you don't like it when I do uh, a long one. You you want shorter ones. So we're going to make the people that like shorter ones happy this week. And uh, part of it is I'm just short on time. There's a few subjects I want to get to, uh, but I was thinking about this this morning. 2020 has had more cancellations. I mean, there's no Christmas parties. There's no, um, well, there's there's no like office Christmas parties. You're, hopefully you're still doing Christmas. I know in some states that's controversial now, but uh, you know, outdoor activities uh, like concerts and county fairs have been canceled this year. And yet somehow in the midst of that, it's still been, I think, the busiest year. And I'm not joking about this. It really has been, I think, the busiest year of my life. And I'm just, I feel like I'm traveling all over the place. Um, I got like 1,500 things uh, going on in my head and a lot of projects, many of which I, I, or some of which at least, I haven't even mentioned on this podcast yet because I I know better than to do that. I don't want to, there certain things I'll tease and I'll tell you if I'm sure that they're going to happen, relatively sure, but other things I want to make sure that things are falling into place before I announce them. Anyway, there's just a lot going on and that's a good thing. but at the same time, it, it does uh, make my schedule very nuts. And um, and so uh, anyway, uh, it was just more convenient for me to give you some short episodes. And we're going to do one right now. Uh, this is the first one of the week uh, on Tom Rush, a trustee at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, because he just put a video out last week, a whistleblowing video that I think is actually very significant. And it's gotten a lot of views. I haven't looked. I think I looked yesterday and it was over 8,000 or so, but... Uh, it, it's interesting that the usual suspects have not really said anything about it. It's just been kind of organically making its way into uh, the hands of people that are conservative in the Southern Baptist Convention. And let me explain something to you, because if you're not a Southern Baptist, this is still important. So the Southern Baptist Convention has um, five, I think it's five, major seminaries. The Southern Baptist Theological Seminary is the flagship one in Louisville, Kentucky, meaning it's the one that kind of unofficially sets the theological course for the denomination. Al Mohler, who, um, if you believe some of the whistleblowers that have come out, Al Mohler sets basically the political direction for the entire convention. He is the president of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, and now he's running for president of the convention. So significant in, in, in those ways if you're a Southern Baptist. If you're not, though, uh, the Southern Baptist Convention is the largest Protestant denomination in the country, it very much uh, affects the larger evangelical culture. And so for that reason, um, it's good to pay attention to kind of what's going on. And what's going on there has not been good the last few years. This year, there's been some things that I would consider to be honestly encouraging in some ways uh, because the truth is starting to make its way to the surface. It's it's kind of percolating. And in some ways, maybe some of you think oh, this hasn't it hasn't taken place soon enough. Why are these people coming out now? They should have done it earlier. Um, I, I understand all that, but we just praise God that the truth is starting to come out. And, uh, and this has been good for, for someone like myself, who uh, I did a whistleblowing video on Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. I didn't even think of it in those terms at the time. It was just my experience because I was concerned, hey, people are going to go there and not realize what they're getting into. It, this, it's becoming a progressive um, uh, a place that turns out progressive pastors. And so I did an hour and a half walking through my experience. Well, that now was, uh, what, two years ago, I guess, something like that, uh, that I went through all of that. So 
Um, now we are, we're two years afterward. We're, we're, you know, two years past the MLK, two and a half years, I guess, past the MLK 50 event. Uh, the Dallas statement. Uh, I think we're over two years past the Dallas statement. And and now we, we're starting to see more people come out and say, hey, this is what was going on. And it's what many of us suspected. It's what many of us, well, I got to speak for myself. It's what I was told by a lot of people. Um, and and you know, people that say, John, I can't say anything uh, publicly. Please don't disclose my name, but this is what's happening at my institution. And now that stuff is finally starting to make its way to the surface. And primary sources, people who are uh, eyewitness accounts, that kind of thing, are coming forward and they're saying, yep, it was going in a liberal direction. It is going in a liberal direction. Here's what's happening. So uh, I I think this is a very good thing. I mean, the first part of helping any issue, trying to resolve it, trying to correct it, um, trying to uh, uh, confront it means you have to recognize that it even exists. You have to know kind of where it is. So here's here's a significant video. Um, this is uh, a. I'm just going to give you my opinion, and I'm going to walk through kind of the what I think are the major points of this video from Tom Rush. And if you want to look at the original source, if you want to see Tom Rush in his own words talking about the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, talking about Al Mohler, then you want to go to the link in the info section. It's the first one, uh, and you can just click on it. It'll take you right there. But um, but I want to point out. So as we get started here that there have actually been four that I know of major whistleblowers in the year 2020 in the Southern Baptist Convention. Four. You have Russell Fuller, and, uh, and if you remember, uh, we, those who are patrons of mine, those who uh, pray for this uh, particular program and, and what we've been doing and accomplishing and exposing and answering, we were very much part of that. Uh, I did the interviews with Russell Fuller, and he was a professor at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Go to the info section if you want to see that three-part interview. Uh, Forrest Davis, who's a Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary student, um, also came out, and he um, made his own video on his Facebook page. You can go to the info section. I have it linked there. And he basically um, whistle blew on Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary and what he experienced there as a student. Then you have Jacob Johnson, who is uh, who was, uh, I guess, a North American Mission Board employee of some kind, uh, I believe he was uh, in pastoral um, planting uh, or, or pastoral staff, uh, rather, out in Kentucky. He does actually an excellent job. Uh, I'm trying to remember some of the details. It's been a few weeks, but um, but he really ties a lot of things together and exposes some of the corruption. It's almost it, it makes you feel like with everything going on in the government, there's like a Southern Baptist Convention deep state that's paralleling, you know, what's going on in like the CIA. It's 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 wild. Uh, and then, of course, now we have Tom Rush. And Tom Rush is a Southern Baptist Theological Seminary trustee, meaning he's on the board that makes decisions, uh, that is uh, the representative, really, of the people that fund the institution, the pew sitters, uh, and the institution itself. So all that to say, those who have prayed for this program, patrons, those who have given financially, everything else, uh, obviously I was involved with the Russell Fuller stuff, but I just want to let you know, to encourage you, because you're part of this, um, I, I have to be vague a little, but it wasn't just Russell Fuller. You see the four names here. It was more than just Russell Fuller that I was involved in helping to create uh, either a strategy or um, to, to get talking points down or you know whatever the case may be. I'm not going to go into any more details than that. Uh, we, we were part of this, guys. You helped with this. You helped um, encourage people to uh, th- through, through what I'm doing to um, you gain a backbone, to say what needs to be said. Uh, you helped um, also uh, strategize kind of how best to relay this information with some of uh, these uh, particular individuals. So 
Um, let's talk about, though, the one that we're going to talk about today, which is the latest one, which is uh, Tom Rush. Uh, in my opinion, what he did was extremely brave. Um, uh, he has a reputation in the Southern Baptist Convention, and that's a hard thing to jeopardize or, or put at risk. And uh, he says in the video that his purpose is to sound the alarm about false teaching because of the love for the convention that he has. And I, I do think that it's genuine. It, it seems, sure seems that way. And I know that the motives of these individuals, because uh, I've felt it myself, often get um, questioned. And, you know, it's hypocrisy when people do that. The same people that say that are the same people that say you shouldn't question any of the motivations of the people that they're trying to correct or whistleblow on. Uh, but they will be the first to question the motivations of those who bring some of these evil deeds of darkness to light. And, and I have no reason to think that Tom Rush is not being genuine here when he says he wants to sound the alarm about a false teaching, at false teachings, uh, because of love for the convention. And his basic explanation seems to be at the beginning, he says this, that the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary has put less emphasis on, sufficient, on the sufficiency of Scripture over the past few years. And um, I'm putting little timestamps in my, um, my presentation. If you're a patron, you're going to have this presentation. Uh, I, I upload my PowerPoints to Patreon. Uh, but th that's the little 240 is where you can find this section in the video. So every time you see that, you can go to the video that Tom put out and you can see kind of what I'm talking about. Uh, there's evidence of a downgrade. Uh, and this is it's a word that Tom Rush uses. And I'm going to show you a few instances of this. Um, that he highlights. Uh, he highlights first Sam Albury and the platforming of him. Sam Albury um, has an organization called Living Out, and he uh, promotes this idea of same-sex attracted Christianity. Um, I think I've, I've talked about him before on the podcast, and he said, and, and this is the key thing, and Sam Albury is really not the key thing. The key thing is the corruption at Southern Seminary, uh, and mainly Al Mohler and his corruption uh, he, so he, this is what um, Tom Rush claims, that Al Mohler was defensive of Albury initially, then agreed that a same-sex attraction view was a problem. Then Albury was featured in an interview at the seminary. Then Albert Mohler said it uh, would be taken down, and it wasn't. So this is, I mean, this is what Tom Rush is saying. This is very similar, if you remember the Russell Fuller videos, to what Russell Fuller said about Al Mohler. Uh, you're, you're, there's a lot of corroboration that ends up going on in this video and what Russell Fuller said. And Russell Fuller was called a liar by all kinds of people. And Tom Rush is coming out now and saying, look, this tendency in Al Mohler to say one thing and do another, I've seen it too. That's what he's saying. So this is one situation where he says he's seen it. Now, here's, here's what Tom Rush says. I'm going to play it for you. And Dr. Mohler and I had some conversations uh, about using Alberry's material and using Alberry as a speaker Initially, he was very defensive of Sam Alberry. Later, uh, he, he said that he agreed with me that um, some of his positions were problematic and that uh, he could no longer commend his ministry or recommend him as a speaker. Uh, and yet, uh, sometime after uh, telling me that, uh, there was a podcast put out by Southern Seminary where one of the professors interviewed Sam Alberry uh, essentially extolling his ministry and encouraging it. And uh, when I questioned Dr. Moeller about that, he asked essentially, well, what do you want me to do, remove the video? And I said, yes, I think that would be appropriate if you, if you would do so. And although it was indicated to me that that video would be taken down, it never was. So that's the significant part. Uh, 
Almoler said one thing and then did another, according to Tom Rush. Now, you've, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know that I brought up multiple examples of things like this, and Russell Fuller being the biggest one. But this is not insignificant, guys. This is a man who's running for president of the convention now. And if you're a Southern Baptist especially, you're going to have to think through, do you want to vote for this guy? When now you're having multiple people say he's not trustworthy on some level. And, and, and he hasn't even publicly responded to these kinds of things. And you, and you know what he has said. And I, I probably should have included this in, uh, in this discussion. But uh, again, for the sake of time, you can go look it up. Uh, just recently, I think it was, it was Baptist Press that put this out last week. Al Mohler, um, essentially what he said was that those who on Twitter, specifically, he said Twitter, uh, those on Twitter, uh, so discernment bloggers, etc., who are claiming that critical race theory is being taught in any of the Southern Baptist seminaries are, are they're, they're wrong. They're basically Al Mohler says they are lying. Uh, that's not happening anywhere. Well, that's what Al Mohler just said. Well, this is a day too late, two days later. Uh, this is what uh, Tom Rush says. A trustee at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary directly contradicts what Al Mohler just said. Uh, he cites Jarvis Williams' class notes as evidence of the teachings of critical race theory, and I have discussed this further in another video. Go to the info section, and you can click on the link uh, where I have Jarvis Williams' name, and it'll take you to my discussion of this, because uh, I've read those class notes. Um, but Rush cites that and says, yeah, Jarvis Williams was teaching aspects of critical race theory. When, um, when asked in a trustee meeting about it, Al Mohler claimed, we're not teaching critical race theory, we're teaching about it. So Tom Russ says he's in a trustee meeting and he asks Al Mohler, hey, what's going on here? I've seen these class notes. Is critical race theory being taught here? And Al Mohler said, hey, we're not teaching it. We're teaching about it. So Al Mohler has been consistent over the course now of, of probably a year or more saying, no, that, that's not going on here. And Russell Fuller says, yeah, it is. Uh, Tom Rush is saying, yeah, it is. Um, and I'm saying, yeah, it is because I've read Jarvis Williams. I've uh, seen videos of um of matt hall uh, who's the provost at the school and uh, i've also looked at one of their former professors there um who uh who, who is curtis woods who uh, was the chairman of the committee that gave us resolution nine and these guys have all taught aspects of it on the campus and al Mohler's claimed oh that's not happening that that's a that's just you know lying on twitter well Here's a trustee saying otherwise. Rush claims that this is the same response, interestingly enough, that the pre-conservative resurgence president of Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary, where he went, gave on the issue of using historical critical method of interpretation. Meaning, uh, there's a, a bad hermeneutic called the historical critical method, and it was being taught uh, because Tom Rush was there on the campus of Southeastern, and the president said, this is before the conservative resurgence, Right said, oh no, we're just teaching about it. So he's saying that Al Mohler is using the same exact talking points that were used before the conservative re resurgence to hide the liberalism. That's scary, guys. Uh, he also points to, uh, as for evidence of the ground downgrade, Matt Hall and his unrepentant demeanor. This is very important that I say this. It's not Matt Hall saying, I am a racist or all the other things. I'm going to peel back uh, the veil and show you how racist everything that you love is your family your denomination etc uh you know matt hall there's a lot of things matt hall said that are total critical race theory and um 
It's not that Matt Hall said these things. It's that when he was confronted, this is the interesting part, guys. This is so key. Please don't miss this. When he was confronted about it, he didn't back down from it. And, and this is important because Matt Hall is, has put out an article out and there's a video that's been out where Matt Hall's saying, oh no, Christians can't use critical race theory, basically because, well, it's Marxist and Marxism is, uh, you know, it's atheistic and we're theists. You know, I'm summing it up. And what he's saying is that, hey, hold on a minute though. Tom Rush is saying, okay, whatever, but you have not retracted any of the statements you have made yourself. And I've never seen any public retraction. Matt Hall's just saying, you know, taking shots against critical race theory, which a lot of these guys do now. It's the popular thing to say we're not critical race theorists, but, you know, and we're not woke, we're not social justice, but then to promote those ideas using different names for them, that kind of thing. And, and so uh, Tom Rush is calling Matt Hall's bluff. He's saying, okay, well, are you going to repent? Are you going to retract what you said before? And he's saying, no, Matt Hall didn't do that. So this is his testimony. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, here's one sample. This is Matt Hall in, this is less than two years ago, okay? This is uh, December of uh, 2018. This is what Matt Hall said. At some point, we got to get to the spot where we are able to look in there and be like, yeah, I'm probably a racist. I'm telling you, like, I'm a racist because I have a heartbeat. And until I receive my glorified, completely sanctified uh, body, soul, and mind, uh, I'm going to be doing battle with sin. And all right, so Matt Hall, you know, there's like three videos where Matt Hall says this. I'm a racist. I'm benefiting from a system that allocates privileges to white people. Therefore, I'm racist. So that's kind of the controversy. And um, and uh, here's yeah uh, the uh, the video here that you can see. Um, Tom Rush is saying Matt Hall said this, and he's never backed down from it. That's the problem. He's never said, you know what? When I said that three times, I was wrong to say that. I'm not a racist. Um, but he's never done that. So he says that's further evidence of the downgrade, you know, and, and that's the ability to, the, the humility and ability to correct oneself is necessary for keeping any institution uh, orthodox. And when you lose that ability, you're free falling. You're, you're in trouble. So uh, that's, that's what he says about Matt Hall. Uh, he also says, this is really interesting to me, Tom Rush says, um, he suggests that the school should adopt, he, in a trustee meeting, I'm assuming, we should adopt the Dallas Statement here at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary, the Dallas Statement on Social Justice, which you know John MacArthur signed and Tom Askell and Michael O'Fallon and, and a bunch of, of guys, uh, more conservative guys. And Al Mohler said the document wasn't well vetted and had issues with some, and he had issues with some of the things it said. So Tom Rush says, that professors were telling him that Mueller forbade them from signing the statement. Now, this is a this is significant because this was something that if you remember, I think it was like two years ago, it was like right after the Dallas statement, a few months later, I think it was Pulpit and Pen uh, was reporting that they were saying Mueller's forbidding professors from doing this. But there wasn't any primary source. There was, they couldn't really point to anything. They were just saying, we're getting this, right? Well, now you have someone who's a trustee at the seminary backing that claim up and saying, yep, that's what I was hearing from professors at the time. That is extremely interesting, especially because Russell Fuller is the only one who signed it. So he's saying professors plural. That means there's professor or a professor, at least, who wanted to sign it, who didn't because Al Mohler forbade him or he felt like Al Mohler was forbidding him from doing it. 
Uh, Mueller's excuse, he says, for doing this. So it sounds like Tom Rush and Al Mueller had a conversation. He says Mueller's excuse was that it came from outside the seminary. But Tom Rush points out that the Chicago and Nashville statements also came from outside the seminary. And he insinuates that Mueller is an arrogant academic. I'm, he doesn't say Mueller directly. He starts talking about the problems of uh, arrogant academics. You can watch the video. So um, I think he has an idea of why he might think Al Mohler, maybe Al Mohler wasn't part of the process and because of that, of drafting the Dallas statement. But whatever the case is, Mohler didn't like the statement and didn't want Professor signing it, according to Tom Rush. Now, here's, here's something interesting. This is a reforming Catholic confession, right? Totally outside of the Southern Baptist Convention. Uh, and sure enough, there's Dr. Greg Allison, a Southern Baptist Theological Seminary professor who signed it. So there are people who sign other things uh, that are not within the Southern Baptist Convention or Southern Seminary. Statements outside, and there shouldn't, there's not a problem with it. Uh, but there does seem to be with the Dallas statement. Why is that? Why is the statement on social justice and the gospel such a problem? Uh, further evidence of the downgrade. So th there's, there's a lot of evidence Tom Rush is bringing here. He says the termination of conservative professors. Tom Rush claims that Al Mohler overstated the alleged financial trouble in order to get rid of certain professors. So during COVID, when it first started, Al Mohler said we need to um, fire some professors, financial issues. But Tom Rush is contradicting that. He's saying, I'm a trustee, and that ain't what happened. We, Mueller overstated that. We're not in financial trouble. Rush stated that the new professors were hired after the firings and separation and release agreements were used in violation of 1 Corinthians 6. So what, what Tom Rush is trying to get across is that if it really was a, a cost-cutting thing that you fired Dr. Russell Fuller and Dr. Jim Orwick and uh, some of the others, if it was really about cutting costs, then why did you start hiring new professors? And he says he believes it's a violation of 1 Corinthians 6 to have them sign this separation and release agreement. And uh, that, that was called, I even called it uh, an NDA. It's not technically an NDA. It's basically, though, it is a muzzle. It's a gag order. It's saying that uh, if you want to receive benefits after being fired, you know, for the next few months, residual pay, then you must sign this, but you can never say anything bad about the seminary. So uh, he says, hey, that's in violation of 1 Corinthians 6, because what does 1 Corinthians 6, 1 through 6 say? Does any of you, when he has a case against his neighbor, dare to go to, the, to law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? Or do you not know that the saints will judge the world? If the world is judged by you, are you not competent to form the smallest law courts? Do you not know that we will judge angels? How much more matters of this life? So if you have courts dealing with matters of this life, do you appoint them as judges who are of no account in the church? I say this to your shame. It is, it, it, is it so that there is not among you anyone who a wise who will be able to dis, decide between his brothers and sisters? But brother goes to law with brother and that before unbelievers. Now, I think, I think he's on to something here, to be honest with you. How, I'm not saying there's no time or place to sign something like that, but it's presuming that in the case of conflict, you want to protect yourself. Why else would you have someone sign something like that? So, <laughs> if that's the case, why aren't you bringing in Christian counselors? Why isn't this something, if you're a brother in Christ, I'm a brother in Christ, why would I be afraid of that unless I had something to hide, right? So th this is Tom Rush's concern over this. Uh, Rush introduces a motion in a trustee meeting to pay Fuller and Orwick uh, because they refused to sign. They're the two that said, we're not going to sign this, this um, separation release agreement. And he, he introduced a motion to stop, uh, to, to pay them, and then to also stop using separation agreements that muzzle former employees. 
and both motions failed for lack of a second. In other words, in the trustee meeting, and this is the thing that should concern all you Southern Baptists right now who are funding this institution, he couldn't get another trustee to second his motion to say, yeah, we shouldn't be muzzling professors like this, to say, uh, you know, yeah, we, should, uh, we, we shouldn't be withholding back pay that is really owed to these guys. They were working for free because they love the students, but because they wouldn't sign this separation agreement. That means the board, uh, I don't know who these men are, but really not even one person would second those motion, motions. Who's on these boards? And that should give pause to those who want to take back the Southern Baptist Convention. If you want to take it back, meaning if you want to go back to conservatism theologically, if you want um, to get back to the sufficiency of Scripture, then how are you going to do it with boards like this? It's a good question. Um, but Tom Rush wants that to happen. I mean, he, he has a clarion call here to show up at the convention next year and to vote in conservatives. Tom Rush, and, and so here's the conclusions. Tom Rush believes Al Mohler wants to live in both worlds, he says, conservative and liberal. In other words, Mohler is a politician. So Tom Rush is saying Mohler's a hypocrite. Mohler's dishonest. Uh, Al Mohler, you can't believe what he says. Um, I mean, I know many of you were shocked. I wasn't uh, because I've been watching Mueller, but he endorses Donald Trump, right? And then as soon as Trump you know, loses, he comes out with this big statement against uh, or, you know, basically saying, assuming Biden is the president-elect and, and going down that whole vein that the entire mainstream media is going down. Uh, someone had sent me something the other day, I guess, where Mueller had um, also kind of condemned uh, or, or spoken out against those who would be fighting the idea that Biden's the nominee, etc. And some of you are, are wondering, well, how can he do that? Well, this would be a paradigm for explaining it, what Tom Rush is telling you. Mueller's a politician. He likes to play both sides. And that's what I've been pointing out for now over a year. I've said, uh, Jan actually, I think the video that I'm thinking that where I first said that was January of, uh, of this year, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And I pointed that out. I said, this is what Mueller, his pattern is. Um, and so uh, Tom Rush says that. He says uh, that Tom Rush also, this is another um, significant conclusion. He publicly corroborates Russell Fuller's account. Uh, of, of Mueller taking different positions, uh, of enabling the liberalism to continue on campus, to make inroads. Uh, and, and here's something important for you Southern Baptists who will always say, <laughs> because of the 11th commandment, well, public sin, did you go to that person privately, right? Which isn't really the standard, but uh, your answer is yes. Tom Rush has privately confronted these things and he's telling us the answers he got. Um, more than one source also has accused Al Mohler of dishonesty on the same issues. And I kind of just mentioned that, but that's one of my conclusions here. You got Russell Fuller uh, corroborating with Tom Rush. And then Southern Seminary has conservative professors who cave under the pressure of a threat. Because you have professors who wanted to sign the Dallas Statement, and they won't do it because they were threatened by Al Mohler, except for Russell Fuller. What does that tell you about those men? Um, according to Tom Rush. I mean, this is what he's saying. So uh, this was very good. I encourage others who want to do this kind of thing. If you, you have courage because you want those funding these institutions before God who are accountable, if you want them to know what they're funding, uh, it is a very wise and good thing to let them know if you have that information. That's what Tom Rush is doing. You're just informing them. This is what's happening. And he's frustrated, it seems like. Is, you know, he's talking about things that have happened over the course of years. He's confronted these things and he's not getting anywhere. 
And so he's taking it to the pews. He's taking it to you guys to let you know this is what's happening. And he's saying at the end, basically the solution isn't to do something with the trustees, to tweak something here or there. You gotta come to the convention and vote these bums out. You have got to put conservatives in the committees uh, who can then appoint other conservatives or else it's gone. And and that is a that is a noble thing that Tom Rush is doing. And I, I know it's a risk to himself, uh, but more people need to do this. If you wanna do it, I would look to this video for uh, inspiration. He did this very well. This was done extremely well, in my opinion. It's concise. It's relatively short. It's like half an hour. And he gets to the point and he, he tells you it's, it, I mean, and it's done in, in, a, in a, in a very nice way as well. It's aesthetically pleasing and everything, but you feel like you're having a conversation with him. So for those who have been curious about, Hey, I want to whistleblow on something. And I've gotten a lot of these emails now, uh, more so than ever, I think because of what's happening in the country. This is a way that uh, you can do it. Follow the example of people like Tom Rush. So uh, really appreciate Tom Rush. If you want to check out the video, go to the first link in the info section. It's right there. And we will be back very soon uh, for more conversations that matter. I went to a rally in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, another Stop the Steel rally. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about that and some of my observations. So uh, you can look forward to that. And uh, we will... Connect then. God bless. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.